Hello and welcome to Epic. So happy to have you guys here. Today we are going to be talking to Nia Lind, the founder of Hot Girl Walk. Without any further ado, let's get into it. So much for hopping on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. But Hot Girl Walks encompass a four-mile fast-paced walk where you can only think about the things that you're grateful for, your future goals, and how hot you are, right? Yeah, so pretty much nailed it on the head, four-mile outdoor walk. There's one rule, but the rule is you can think of three things. I say the one rule is you only think of three things, but you nailed the three things. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Doesn't really need to be fast-paced, but I do. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes my hot girl walks are very slow. I'm going to be honest. They're like a shuffle. The first, my first like mile are usually just like pretty slow. I know. It's like the first mile, but then you start feeling so good and you're outside and then it's just like, oh, so good. One of the many things I love about hot girl walks is that emphasis on the mental transformation as well as the physical. Um, I know you've talked about this in some of your TikToks, but could you mind kind of just expanding how hot girl walks has changed your relationship with yourself? Yeah. So obviously there is that like really physical aspect of the walk, which is it's four miles, which is kind of far, honestly, but it really just gives you the opportunity to be with yourself and with your thoughts. I have my playlist and I always say, don't do a podcast, which is controversial I know but um I always say not to use a podcast because really the bulk of the work comes in being alone with your thoughts and seeing the person that comes out when there are no distractions whatsoever and so that's why I have those kind of three rules that kind of are supposed to guide you so it's like uh I always like to start with gratitude like how can you be sad when you're thinking about the things that you're grateful for I like to think about like my goals and that visualization helps me just get through when times are tough. I just want to remember what I'm working towards. And if I start to hear those negative thoughts come in, I either go back to the gratitude or I just combat that with being like, I'm really hot. So, (laughs) and I think honestly, like that positive self-talk too, like it, I like just even telling yourself that you're hot. I feel like that's so counterculture to everything we hear and the way most people talk to themselves. Like uh, the gratitude is huge. There's, I don't know if you've heard of like Sanja Limborski. She did the course on happiness at Yale. Gratitude is one of those things that like can actually change your resting state of happiness. And it's so hard to even recognize negative thoughts because they just feel like the norm. But I think it's so interesting that you talk about like not you know, I feel like, especially with social media and podcasts, like we're almost never alone with our thoughts. So taking the time and doing that is so important and interesting, I think. Um, What is some advice you'd give to somebody starting from a place of not liking themselves? Yeah, I think something that's really difficult. I mean, whether you're wanting to go into this journey to reach a goal of weight loss, I think there's a difference between wanting to lose weight and wanting to change your body because you feel like you have that negative attachment towards it. So the hot girl walk really helped me kind of release that attachment from my body. And instead of waking up in the morning being like, like upset over a mistake that I made or 
however my body looked or however my body's looking that day, kind of releasing that attachment that I have with my body. And I mean, I'm on a walk, like I usually not, honestly not looking that cute, but sometimes I look cute. But the hotness really and the confidence really comes from inside. And that is something that is separate from that relationship you might have with your body. I love that. I was actually just talking with one of my friends about this, like hotness, not being like specific physical traits, but more of an attitude. Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. It is. It's an attitude. It definitely is an attitude. And like, it's so hard because I feel like we're told like hotness and being pretty is so important and it's a very specific definition, but I totally love that idea of just releasing that negative attachment. Even, um, I think you talked about this in one of your TikToks about labeling food as good or bad, but even labeling your body, like one body as good or bad, like all bodies, it's cliche, but like every single body is amazing and incapable of so many things. And I love that the hot girl walk is just like really focusing on that. Yeah, I also think that the standards, our beauty standards, one, they change a lot, and two, they're very Eurocentric, and they're just very westernized, and it's kind of ridiculous that we hold these expectations for ourselves and for our bodies, but um, I was just listening to, like, I made, like, this recording when I was on a my like original hot girl walk like before I even posted it on TikTok like planning like what I was going to say in my TikTok and one of the things I used to say and it was are like are you eligible for a hot girl walk and the way that you know if you're a hot girl if you're eligible is you look in the mirror and if there's someone looking back at you and that's just like like it kind of like pulls away from like the idea that like hot equals pretty, hot equals skinny, whatever. Hot is the mindset that you're supposed to have, right? And if you are just saying like, I am a hot girl, like I am hot, then nothing else matters. I really loved your obviously mantra. And just to kind of summarize that, that's like when you have, let's just say you're on a hot girl walk and you have an anxious question come up or a question come up, like maybe I'm really nervous for this interview and I'm like, am I going to do well in this interview? And just answering that question was obviously, I like, I love that. I think it's such a good kind of like counter to that negative self-talk and such a good mantra. Um, And then just looking at your epic test result, the fact that you have such a strong emotional quadrant, like mine is literally a two. Um, So clearly I have some work to do on positive self-talk and setting boundaries, but curious to see if there are any other practices you recommend to like strengthen that emotional side and set boundaries and create more positive self-talk it definitely takes like honestly a lot of practice and on it like in like truly vulnerability like it's not 24 7 like there are I mean especially I'm in finals week right now like I am my brain is like no sis like you cannot like (laughs) this 10 page thing happening (laughs) um I think letting yourself like be in that like down place is I think totally okay yeah but it I think it's like I'm pretty sure it's the 80 20 rule and it's who you are 80 percent of the time because you shouldn't expect to be happy positive 100 percent of 100 percent of the time but letting yourself have that 20 percent 
especially like circumstantial stuff and just like you get your period or whatever. Yeah. Like, happiness doesn't feel as special when it's just constant. And going back to that idea, like not labeling an emotion as good or bad, but it just is. I read this quote today on like Instagram and it was talking about, it's like being a positive person doesn't mean you're happy 24 seven. It just means like through the bad times, you know that there are going to be some good times. Right. No emotion, just like no food is good or bad. No emotion is good or bad. Like can all teach you something and it's there for a reason. Right. And I definitely have that like, um, I'm having this weird, like, like retrospective, like point in my life because I'm graduating, but I always was just like very much like reliance, like on myself, like, okay, well like think about like your positive, like whatever. And I think that's really important to be able to be by yourself and to be able to harvest that by yourself. But truly in my heart, I'm very much an extrovert. So having friends and a support system and recognizing um, and being grateful for having them and for having that. And I'm very lucky to have a really great family and a really, um, and really supportive friends as well. So being grateful for that and being able to pull energy from that is also really important to me. That's incredible. That's a really good point as well. Like having a good support group is so key, but also being self-sufficient on your own. I think it's cool. You mentioned you're an extrovert as well, because it's hard, especially when you're an extrovert, you love being around other people. You love being around friends, but being able to cultivate that, like that kind of like happiness and independence on your own is so important. And I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on manifestation. I I try not to like label things as manifestation, but a lot of it comes from manifestation. One of like the biggest things that I like to do um, on my hot girl walks is I don't, I may just made a TikTok about it, but I'll kind of like restate it again. But I don't think about the goal itself but I think about how I'll feel once I have that goal, able to picture that feeling. And at the end of the day, that feeling isn't going to come from what you feel like you look like or what you feel like, um, I don't know, like all of those like things that we get so stuck on all the time. Let me look at people who have achieved things and look at this like, confidence and pride that they have and I just want to be able to have that feeling and so that would definitely um, drive me a lot of the way and I know that's a part of like a visualization aspect in manifestation um I like to call it goal setting (laughs) like for manifesting sometimes it's easy to get stuck on the thing that you have like oh I want like this job but instead you're focusing on the feelings it's going to give you. It's like, what, when I get this job, like, how am I going to feel? Like, what am I going to be doing? Like, I'm going to be walking here. I'm going to feel so proud. I'm going to feel like excited. And I think that's huge because I feel like, I don't know, like most of the times when I want something, it's like, I really just want to feel away. You know, I don't necessarily want a million dollars that seems not true. I want to feel secure and I want to have freedom. And I think that kind of visualization technique is so good. Like I haven't tried that before and that's definitely something I'm going to try out. And like one of the number one things I was thinking about was like, how am I going to feel like when I walk into the bar 
and everyone knows me and they're gonna be like oh my god that's it's Neil and so that was like my biggest like I was like that's what I'm gonna visualize and I'd practice my little walk how to walk <laughs> be like <laughs> and I looked like a lunatic in my neighborhood but whatever worth it no I love it I literally love it sometimes this is so embarrassing but sometimes I'll like practice having conversations that I want to have but it's like just me I'm like am I crazy do other people do this no I do that all the time I'm like <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. I know that's when the one because my rule is you don't think about boys or like boy drama. But honestly, like sometimes you just gotta think about like what am I gonna say to him? Exactly. I just want to walk right now. Really <laughs> that's actually what I need. A walk, a walk, yes. Okay, last question. Obviously, you're graduating. That's huge. Congratulations. What are you current what are your current goals that you're like thinking about on your hot girl walks? What are you working towards right now? Right now, I actually have a job lined up. I just, my hawker walks are very, like, around, like, uncertainty and, like, feeling strong with that feeling of uncertainty and, like, letting it, letting it happen. Yeah. Um, so they're not very, like, goal-oriented in that way. They're more, like, working on, like, some personal growth. Just, like, okay, like, it's gonna be okay, like... <sighs> You're gonna you're gonna kill it, but that and then a lot of reflecting because yeah. I'm graduating USC, so it's I know. I feel like this isn't talked about enough, but the year after you graduate from college, I feel like that is one of the hardest years because it's like just so much change and so much uncertainty. Like Gary, but it's fun, it's fun. Like, and just existing in that uncertainty, it's like you don't know what it's gonna be like, but obviously, like you know whatever happens, you're gonna be amazing, you're gonna do incredible. But it's really hard. I think it's so underrated. Like I would I was Googling so many things my after my like after I graduated, I was like, How do I feel better? This year was a lot of focus on like okay, because I I did know that this year is about to be crazy, the year after college. So I was like, okay, I know. We need to we need to build up some strong foundation right now. Oh, and you did. You really did. Like I think that's so important, building up practices that are gonna support you through hard times and change because uncertainty is I think it's just like one of the things in life that we always have to freaking deal with. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mia. This was like Thank very you so much, Olivia. I had such a great time chatting with you.